and welcome to the South Road Boys. Are you purposely trying to do something different every week now? Um, I'm not purposely trying to do it, but I am trying to make. I, I deliberately am trying to make it sound a bit more upbeat. Okay, good. Because you know I want to get you excited, <laughs> not that way. Well, it is exciting. You know why? Tell me. It's number ninety nine. Ninety nine Luft balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to be excited about 99, I actually watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine before this wow. episode. Wow, because it's the only thing you find with 99. <laughs> There's not a lot and of And I listened to 99 Luft Balloons in the car on the way over, so there you go. That was a great song. It really was. And it still pops up every now and then. Actually, it popped up in, uh, what was it, uh, the Umbrella Academy. It did too. Yeah, and, and they was... were all dancing and stuff. As you would. Yeah, it was great. And I don't, But I don't think they had 99 Red Balloons. No. That's in that's in a movie that we mentioned last week that we didn't talk about the mystery review. Yeah, we won't talk about it. We won't talk about it. No. (laughs) Again, for too long. (laughs) To all those roadies who heard our movie review on a movie we saw and didn't like it. Um sorry. Not sorry. (laughs) Look, I actually had a great time doing that. Yeah, did you? I think it was a great movie review <laughs> when we didn't tell anyone what the movie was. No, it didn't get a mention. I don't know how they'd work out what it was. No. Yeah. They may be psychic or psycho. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'd any go any further on that one. No, we don't. Because there's a chance that we lost listeners on it last week. I and and we probably just haven't come back again. <laughs> They've clicked off. Yeah. <laughs> you, can hear, you can hear podcast <laughs> playing devices around the nation go, click. <laughs> do they even do that anymore? I don't know. That sounds old fashioned. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's me. Old fashioned. Just old. Mm. Mm. Now, tell me, what's been going on? What's been going on? Uh, AFL players have been kissing each other. Haven't they That's just? The... Did you see the photo? No. Oh, mate. So, the uh... <sighs> which was the game? It would have been West Coast versus Geelong. That doesn't surprise me. Um... It's got to be West Coast. <laughs> West Coast for was oh sorry I can pl- no way off GWS versus um, Brisbane Lions. There you go. Yeah, so gets uh, crazy up there. There was a moment Vegas. when they were doing a little bit of pushing and shoving and yeah. Oh, okay. Look, the argy bargy happens in football, it especially does. in finals. Well, exactly, there's it's a on. bit going on. So you got a couple of players. They just basically you know they're, they're jostling back and forth, like jostling. jostling. I like that word. Bit of jumping punch, especially that's like. Uh, if, I, if Joss Whedon makes a movie or a TV series and he decided to watch a few in a row, you're jostling. You're jostling. I like that fucking yeah. trademark, South Road that Boys. Could definitely work. Joss, if you're listening and you want to you wanna bring that up at the next Comic Con or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so um, our wonderful lion, Darcy Gardner, and one of the yes. giants, Jeremy Finlayson, mm-hmm. we're having a bit of a tussle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they just happened to get a little bit too adventurous. Mm-hmm. And they kind of pulled, and suddenly they lost a bit of balance. They smashed into each other's heads. <laughs> But accidental crash. The uh, <laughs> when you pause it in the right spot, yes. As you can see with this photo, Joe, oh, Mather, there's tongue. It actually looks like they're just having a nice patch Doesn't in the middle adjust. of the field, <laughs> and it's gone freaking viral. As it would, it really has. It's, it's just, very Australian. It's just hilarious. Uh, and look, I found it very funny. I really, really did. Yes. It was just. It was slightly amusing, and the best thing is, I'm not the only one that's found it amusing either. No. It yeah. was funny. Yeah, it was very it funny. Was. But if you ever want to entertain yourself, you can go to the Intima webs and you can look. Because you know how they do for UFC and for boxing and all that kind of stuff. 
they do the face-off. So they do the weigh-in, and then they get the, the opponents to stand in front of each other and piss oh, course, up yeah. and whatever. There are many, many instances where one of them go. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and the other one will just goes comes out swinging. Yeah, I think a bit of intimidation? One, it does. There's one... There's one UFC fighter. I'm not sure who he's who he is. I can't remember his name. Irrelevant. He's brought everything from flowers to uh, energy drinks, just as a handover as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Selfies. <laughs> um, really taking a bit Speaking of a Speaking of energy drinks, mm-hmm. also on football. Okay. Have you heard about Bad Willie? <laughs> <laughs> is it when Free Willie goes breaking bad? <laughs> it's not. Uh, Willie Rioli. Close to the West Coast Eagles. Yes. Have you heard about his drug test scenario? No. You really haven't followed the footy much like that. Of course, you gave St Kilda then on the finals. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was actually that was harsh. I haven't followed. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. not Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so here a few games ago. Yes. Had to do a drug test, urine test, as you do. Now this is a apparently with the football. I was speaking to um, someone local. Mm-hmm. His son plays for. For Collingwood. Mm. Um, and he was saying how when they do this whole scenario, that basically you'll have someone with an esky pretty much with you who mm. will feed you water. So that way you can't be putting anything else into your system. They'll stand next to you until you at the point where you need to go to the toilet. Yes. And then they'll come with you. You'll strip down naked and you'll pretty much have whatever they use to put the sample in. Yes. And they will basically watch you do it. Mm. And then they'll take the sample away. So there's no way known you can... Um, tamper with that whatsoever. You can't replace it. You can't do anything weird. You can't have someone else do it for you. Well, here's the thing. You can't pull something else out and replace it with that that's done earlier by someone else. Well, here's the thing that you may or may not remember. Mm. I'm a certified drug and alcohol tester. <laughs> for whatever reason, I got my qualifications that's, doing it. So I understand. So random. You get it. I get it. But they don't normally make them strip down naked. That's probably taking it to the next level. Oh, maybe. Level. It's, it's probably... Look. But the reason why you're doing yeah. it is because people know... If people are aware that there is a possibility they're going to get drug tested, one of the, the cheats is that they will get a, a bladder, like a small little bladder yep. worth of somebody else's urine that is clean. Yes. And they strap it to their body, which means it brings it up to the right temperature. Because when, uh, when you're doing a urine test, it's not just about the urine. It's, is it at the right temperature? Okay. Because it has to be Look within at you being 30, all in the 30, go with urine. About, you're in town. Yeah. The musical. <laughs> I've seen that as well. Um, yeah, so it has to be at this certain temperature because if you get a sample and it's at 25 degrees, you know that, hang on a minute, that doesn't come straight from yeah. your body. Um, yeah, so they do that and people go to all manner of lengths to – and it's not always about providing a different sample. It's about providing a contaminated sample. Mm-hmm. Because if you can provide a contaminated sample, then that sample is null and void. So it's all about chain of custody and making sure that the person is providing the sample. Blah 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 blah. blah. Fucking, yep. Anyway, this is where the problem is. Here, um, his sample was tampered with. Ah. Um, apparently, somehow it got friggin' Red Bull or something in it. Gives you wings. Apparently so. Mm. Uh, so the problem he's got now is it's not whether or not he was actually taking drugs. Mm. Um. I believe that the offence of tampering with a sample is actually higher in regards to punishment mm. than actually testing positive. But they have to prove that it to- was him that tampered with the sample and not somebody else. Because that's where chain of custody comes in. So when you, when you do mm. a sample, you get them to pee in the cup, you watch them pee in the cup, and then you seal the cup up 
and you put a, a, a one-way seal on it. So if it's yep. opened, whatever. You know. And yep. then you both sign it. And then that goes into a bag, which is also then sealed. And then that is signed again. So until the next person opens it, they can track back the the chain of custody of from body to where you are right now. It's just it's, it's the whole thing is just weird. I mean, obviously he's been he's not playing now. Mm. He didn't play in the in the final. Um, <laughs> but how the fuck Red Bull gets in a urine sample Mouthful. whenever when everything is actually like meant to be legit and you essentially won't have anything else on your body. It's just bizarre. Just a mouthful of Red Bull. Give it a bit. Maybe. Or maybe, weird. maybe. But in got, saying that, maybe he's got some sort of siphon cock. Where he siphon cock. Where he dips his dick in a Red Bull, squeezes his testicles, and it sucks a little bit back up. And then when he goes and does the sample, that first little bit's got Red Bull in it. That's interesting. The old like, siphon cock. When you dip it, they call it an energy sink and an energy drink. <laughs> yeah. The old dip and squirt. The mm. old dip and squirt. Yep. You don't hear of it often. It's a classic. <laughs> the old <laughs> dip and squirt. It's always been a big one with the boys. It has. The dip and yeah. squirt. Yep. Surprised it doesn't come back. But, I, I don't no. think it's ever left. I think it's just, really. I think it's just stayed underground. Oh, okay, maybe it's just hidden. The old yeah. dip and squirt. I think you can look that Could up be. online as well. Dip and squirt. <laughs> dip and squirt. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm not going to Google it. No, mind you, case. it does sound like kids a kids snack as well. Give your kids a dip and squirt. Yeah, it actually does sound like it, doesn't Something it? Something for summer. Yeah, like instead when, of zuper dupers. You like um, well, it's like the little um, was it the was it the sherbet when you put the stick into the sherbet yeah, 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 and yeah, you yeah, get yeah. the sherbet out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a dip and squirt. Dip and squirt. That could actually that could be a big thing. That's Maybe new that's balance. our new business venture. Exactly. South Road Boys dip and squirts. <laughs> yeah. It'll go well with the Pavlov. Oh, we could even start a cartoon network show. Dip and squirt. Dip and squirt. Two little characters. Yep. I'm dip. Oh, he's squirt. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> Welcome to the Dip and Squirt Show. Oh, that could be huge. <laughs> yeah. They're like superheroes. They just take an energy drink to get their powers. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Dip yeah. and Squirt. Dip and Squirt. It's catchy. It is. Yeah, it's different. It's unusual. So oh. trademark South Road Boys on that one because I can see that going gangbusters. Definitely. <laughs> and uh, another funny thing that did happen recently. Yes. Uh, regarding football. Uh, magpies. Go pies. Uh, Hot pies. But we're going to talk about the bird. Which one? Uh, the actual magpie. The bird itself. Yes. Yeah. So there was a guy in uh, Wollongong. The gong. Who, uh, unfortunately, uh, has died. Oh, shit. Trying to avoid a magpie swooping. Oh, fuck. 76-year-old <laughs> man riding his bike, cruising yes. along. Bird starts swooping, as they do. As they do. Dude avoids it. It's a does. post, comes oh, off the bike, shit. head injuries, doesn't survive. Oh, that's not good. Kill. It is shit. And what's more fucking angry and just painful and hurting about it mm. is the magpie up on the tree was laughing his fucking guts out. Because <laughs> <laughs> finally they've gone, we've got one. We've got one. <laughs> one to us. And, know- he, and his mate Barry's gone, yeah. oh, come mate, he's, he's a pensioner. He's a pen. <laughs> like, seriously, I mean, you're going to take that? He's like, we fucking, fucking got will. one. Exactly. Do you know what the magpie was called? What? Joffa. Joffa. <laughs> you know, in all honesty, for the Collingwood faithful, they'll get that. Everybody that else a, will go. That's isn't it. that a prick of a way to go to have, say, your grandfather or your father in the paper? <laughs> because he magpie. died because of a fucking magpie. That's, I mean, that's almost, it's not Darwin Awards because his own stupidity hasn't caused it, but you're going to be basically. Uh, clickbait around the internet for at least a couple of days. 
Yeah. Of man, man killed by angry yeah. bird. Welcome to Australia. <laughs> and look, all I can hope is that by the time people make- listen to this episode, yep. that the magpies have been involved in uh, the decimation of an entire another team of football. Oh, um, nice. I like it. We'll see what happens. Go well, boys. yeah, you've taken on taking on the big GWS. GWS. They yeah, won't be easy, Boots. I mean, at the end of the day, anyone that's still in the game now has got a chance of winning. Exactly. Any given Sunday, as they say. Whether you're going favourites or not means nothing now. Hmm. Now, I have another question for you. Ooh. How are things on the Tinder front? I chatted to a few people. Yes. Said good day. Um, hasn't gone beyond that. Oh. <laughs> I've got to admit. I'm after Tinder news. It's not really exciting me that much. Okay. Is it any better than meeting someone down the pub? Probably not. Probably. It's just quicker. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> you work out very quickly. I don't get the excitement. I mean, maybe it's a young man's or young person's game. Yes. I don't know. Hmm. Have you tried Grinder? No, I haven't tried Grinder. <laughs> and uh, give it another 15 years, I'll be able to try Tender, Ten- which as we know was the pensioner version that we were going to create. Mm, exactly. So, I like that. You know, maybe that's it. And, and I mean, imagine- you know, With an oversized swipe. It was, imagine you have the old person- Ah, oh, dating's not really for me <laughs> until I tried tender. <laughs> and I met the love of my life. Mary. <laughs> and for all new subscribers, you get a pack of tenors. <laughs> oh, wow. Tenors for your tenor. <laughs> tender tenors. <laughs> tender tenors. It's suddenly starting to sound like uh, something you buy KFC. <laughs> the get tender some tenors. tenders. <laughs> That's not what you want. Imagine going, oh, I'll have 10 tenors, thanks. <laughs> tenders. Tenders. No, you don't do you, want Do you think for our listeners you need to explain what you're talking about? Because there may be some people out there that are thinking, what are they on about? Well, tenors being a brand name of adult diapers, <laughs> which are traditionally sold to people who have, you know, a little bit of wee coming out <laughs> at inappropriate moments. So... <laughs> Oh, it's just one of those things. It's just I just brilliant. wanted to hear you explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Take off your shirt, take off your, your jeans, you take off your pants, and then you take off that, and then you... Just an adult uh, diaper. And, I, imagine, Which, and imagine if you've used it, you've had a bit of use in it. Oh, I mean, that's not going to excite the ladies, is it? Mind you, <laughs> mind you, top just tip. Just a big holler out there to all our pensioner listeners. <laughs> Top, oh, Troy. Um, <laughs> top tip, though, roadies. Oh. If you want to go and see Endgame, get yourself a tenner. <laughs> because three hours of your life to sit in the cinema, you may need it. Oh, that's a good plan. Yeah. It is a long watch. It is a very, it's a worthwhile watch, mm-hmm. but it is still a long watch. I watched, um, I think I told you I did the double up here when I got back from Thailand. Mm. So I bought Endgame on um, 4K on the way back. Yep. And then watched Infinity and Endgame together. Oh, so good. And they were still good. They just are. I, I mean, can't that's see. only six hours worth of film, but didn't get bored. That's, oh, well, I, see, I remember when, remember when Lord of the Rings came out? Mm-hmm. And the third one in the trilogy was about to go to the cinema. And Amy and I went, oh, because we had no kids. So what are we going to do? Right. Let's just lock in a day where we'll spend the day in bed and we will watch the first two. Lord of the Rings, because we'd seen them before, but we'll watch yeah. them again. And then that night, we will go to the cinema and watch the third one. Okay. That's fucking nine hours. Yep. Worth of hobbitses. And not only that, when you're watching that at home, you've got to have a few pauses, because there's going to be a little bit of 
man on Lady Action. If you can. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, Frodo, for crying out loud. I mean, who doesn't doesn't get overexcited about that? Let's play Hide the Hobbit. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, the precious, precious. (laughs) Touch my precious. (laughs) You're my wife now. (laughs) <laughs> That's not Lord of the Rings, but yeah, Gandalf. Mm. Anyway, um, so and by the time we hit the cinema, we were all hobbits just out. We oh, were, really? We would just. We, so, did you actually go to the third movie? We did, but then halfway through, you we, fell asleep. At, no, at the no? end of it, we both walked out of there and just went, "Fuck, we are never going to Middle Earth <laughs> like that." Is it? <laughs> Have you seen the Hobbit trilogy? No. See, I haven't either. No, because we were all hobbits because I was hobbit out from Lord, of the, Lord of the Rings. Mm. I'm sure it's spectacular. I'm certain it is, but I was hobbited out as well. Mm. Like just, I was done. <laughs> Stick a fork in me. Mm. I was done. <laughs> I had it up to Frodo. <laughs> I had it up to Frodo. Oh. Is that your, your left or your right testicle? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, we always like a good person who gives a bit of a sledge. Yes, we do. Have you heard... And look, fucking, if you follow current affairs writers, I realise this is not hot off the press. But fucking Her Maj, Queen Elizabeth II, <laughs> has absolutely given some American tourists, because they're always going to be American tourists, mm-hmm. have rocked up. To, I haven't heard this, by the way. This is news to me. There you go. Mm. So here it is. Her Maj, Queen Elizabeth II, um, was with one of her secret service, but just some guy. Um, and basically there was... I'll, I'll read you the article. Queen Elizabeth II has a good bit of mischief in her. She once pranked a group of American tourists who stumbled across, across her on the grounds of one of her castles but didn't recognise her. So they were up in Balmoral or whatever and Liz is strolling the grounds with the corgis and the security person. Mm-hmm. And the tourists happened upon her... Oh, fucking, there we go. The tourists happened <laughs> upon Her Majesty outside Balmoral. How's okay. that? It's the only other residence I can name of Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> She's probably got 47 castles and I can name two. Yep. Um, the 93-year-old monarch was dressed in a tweeds and wearing a headscarf at the time and was walking with one of her protection officers. The unsuspecting tourist struck up a conversation with the sweet old lady, asking if she lived nearby <laughs> and whether or not she'd ever met the Queen. The royal appeared, yes, she did indeed live nearby. <laughs> Obviously, fucking Balmoral. Um, and wow. suggested towards the officer and added, while she'd never met the Queen, this policeman had. <laughs> it was the protection officer, long-time royal staffer Richard Griffin, who um, shared the anecdote with the Times. And apparently, um, yeah, they just toddled on their merry way. And met this <laughs> sweet little old lady and a protection <laughs> officer who'd once met the Queen and weren't aware that they were in the... Uh, the presence of her marriage. That's random. It just fucking so is random. But how witty is that? 93 years old and you've gone- That is pretty good. What am I going to do? I can either- Well, you're not going to fess up. The no. Is. You're just no. not. No. And you're obviously aware that the people standing in front of you actually have no idea who you are. Yep. I mean, all they have to do is pull out a fucking note or a coin- and your picture's on yeah, it. Yeah, you don't even need your just phone. fucking hold it yeah, up. You don't even need to Google it. You got a fiver? Just there you go. Grab your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Not many people can say that. How am I going to recognise this person? I grab your wallet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even anywhere in the Commonwealth, I think. I think you go to well, yeah, anywhere, Australia, right. New Zealand, we've all got Liz yep. on the currency. I mean, I think ours is, I think just recently she had a portrait redone. 
I think she's had four or five different portrait sittings. Um, and I well, she has changed over the times. Yeah. yeah. She's all right, though. Um, and now Charles has obviously sat for his. I reckon he's probably sat for his four or five times as well. Yeah. Because the mint's got to be ready. Like, for when, <laughs> for when, for when, because what happens in, and I don't know why I know this, but when Liz finally does shuffle off this mortal coil, um, the palace will call the prime minister. Actually, no, more to the point. Someone's going to be happy because it's on their Deadpool list. Not Didn't me. someone have the Queen? No, I had Philip. Oh, you had Philip. Phil. That's right. Fuck. Hmm. Um, <laughs> well, apparently the, the, the palace will call uh, the parliament and say London Bridge is falling down. As in, that's the, that's, that's the code. And then, and then some work experience kids <laughs> yeah. like falling Fuck, down, does that mean falling down, and Durka Durka <laughs> and Yard. calls all the fucking James Bonds in from everywhere. <laughs> All the double O's. To try and catch the person that actually knocked the bridge down, blew it to smithereens, trying to take over London. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. It's going to get real. Daryl, you idiot. (laughs) And so, why would you think that? Um, Where was your last job? Oh, I did work in Hawaii. Yeah. What happened there? I got the fire. (laughs) Why? Oh, there was this alarm that went off. Exactly. (laughs) Barry from Hawaii. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Poor bastard. And if you don't understand that reference, roadies, go back to many, oh, wow. many probably episodes. Probably in our 20s, I reckon. Yeah, probably. Oh, was it? Yeah. Where an yeah. unsuspecting American did a real life test of the um, nu- uh, intimate threat of yeah, a nuclear uh, weapon. Of a, was it nuclear or was it just missile? Missile alert nuclear system. Mep- yeah, missile alert system. Yeah, anyway. Hawaii was about to get bombed a fucker. They texted everyone in Hawaii yep. and said, a nuclear threat's in yeah. a minute. You're all going to die. I think the text actually said... Um, Hey, we're fucked. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it worked out. It was a mistake. Yep. Ha ha. Uh, sorry, guys. Don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> and now he's working in London under a new, new, new alias. Exactly. He's London Bridge done point. it again. Anyway, so I reckon Charles has sat for his thing at least three or four times going, this will be the year. This will be the year. I'm going to get my shot. I'm going to shoot. But I reckon he might even, he might go before she does. I'll look, anything's possible. And then we'll get the go. But did you know the interesting thing, that when Charles sits for his, his portrait will be the other way. He'll sit to the left. Why is that? Is that just how That's they what do they it? do. They okay. swap which okay. way the, the monarch faces on the coin when it changes. Oh, wouldn't that shit you, though? See, here's the thing. <laughs> we all right side. We all know. Side. We've all got a good all, side. All of us have a selfie pose pace. So if you go through everyone's selfies, yes. everyone's got one kind of angle they choose all the time as uh-huh. their favourite angle. Yep. Every, and it could be left, right, front, back, wherever. <laughs> <laughs> Downward. Phone down the pants. <laughs> yes. Take a photo of my hobbit. <laughs> um, dip and dunk. <laughs> do, dip, and, dip and sink. Dip no? and sink. Dip and sink. Oh, now I can't dip remember. Dip and spit. Spit and suck? I don't know. <laughs> it's like we have memories of a goldfish. Go listen to the sound of the podcast. As you can see, we don't script this. We oh, make shit up, which right, is why yeah. we forget it. Because we're old. <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome but, to the show. But what boys. if you're going to go that way and say, that's my shit side. I don't want to be on that side. Well, it's got to be that side, Charles. Yeah. you got to be the opposite to your mum. Fuck, Fuck mum. mum. <laughs> well, well, well I, you're royal. I know it's royal. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm uh, going to be pissed <laughs> if we do not get a letter from the Queen next week when we record Fuck, our 100 We should for the 100. Episode. Do you know you actually have to, and here's the thing, do you actually have to request that? 
Really? It doesn't just automatically happen. Oh, look, they could, should keep a closer eye on the Well, I mean, 99s. Liz is obviously a listener. She's a roadie. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And um, sh- I do remember. Remember she sent that text message yeah. um, when we put Prince? <laughs> I mean, pr- oh, not Prince. My Prince name is, is Prince. Dead, but um, Philip. Yes. Um, on the Deadpool list. She <laughs> said, oh, boys, <laughs> that tickled my fucking fancy. <laughs> is that what, what she's calling it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't think we need to talk on the podcast about the Royal Vag. <laughs> I just, I don't think we need to know. <laughs> we we don't need to talk about that, Jay. Have a bit of respect. Have a bit of respect. For the coin. No, it's, it's, anyway, let's <laughs> the Royal Vag. Oh, so funny. <laughs> I don't know why it is, but it just is. Oh, dear me. Um, yeah, so I'm um, disappointed if we don't get a letter, mm. a text. Some, Anything. Something. Yep. Something. Well, because she, she's obviously a listener. I mean, she's not going to be here for Live on the Lounge. No, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that is um, unfortunate. Um, look, she did request it. She did. Um, but but frankly, it, was, it was a security issue. Well, fuck. Because there's her, then there's the bodyguards, and then there's the local police. It's one room. It's The lounge is not that big. No, <laughs> like, exactly. And, uh, and unfortunately, there's nowhere outside the home to land mm-hmm. a chopper safely because there's power cables and... It just becomes too problematic. It's got too awkward. And so. she wasn't there from day one. Yeah. And look, so that was the problem. Yeah, and really. also, um, look, the Royal Hummers are going to be a little bit obvious. <laughs> You're getting a BJ from the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> What's one of the Royal Hummer? <laughs> Royal Hummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Um, yeah, probably. No, we won't go there. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a sick joke. Mm. Bit of fucking respect for the coin, Exactly. Mate. Bit of fucking respect yeah. for the royal vag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now. Um, yes. Did you know yes. that there has been this lady, an Australian woman. Now, tell me whether or not you think this is made up, weird-ass coincidence, or God's gospel truth. All right. An Australian oh. woman wakes up speaking in an Italiano accent. Just wakes up and speaks Italian. Yeah. Now I'm assuming we're going from the from the front here that she didn't know Italian when she went to sleep. Correct. So Because that, that story could have just been a case of um she already knew Italian, got up and spoke Italian. <laughs> like, she, there's no her name's story Maria there. and she's from Sicily. <laughs> no. Apparently it's called FAS, foreign accent syndrome. I have actually heard about that before. There you go. And apparently only about one hundred people in the world have been diagnosed with it. So that's out of seven billion people, that's fucking rare. Um, and apparently the Australian woman... Your face is fucking rare. Your face is... <laughs> we haven't had a your face for so long. Next vags is fucking rare. <laughs> Rarer than Royal Vag. Oh. Um, Got to get off that. That's Heather. not what Philip said. <laughs> I tell you not to do that, Philip. Um, oh, Philip. <laughs> you dastardly hound. Get out, Charles. <laughs> Dirty Greek. <laughs> Um, apparently, Heather Scammell was diagnosed with FAS after suffering a stroke. Um, and Here's upon- the thing. This is what I don't understand with this stuff. Yes. How do you... Su- I mean, and I get it's a weird thing that doesn't happen very often. One in seven billion. Uh, well, or one in- 107 billion. Yep. Yeah. So, what's that bringing it down to? So... One in 700 million. One in 700 million. million. No, it'd be 10 in 700 in... 
It'd be 10 in 700 so million. This is why we shouldn't do math. Yep. So it'd be 1 in 70 million. 1 in 70. I think that's right. No. Take a zero off. We've taken two zeros off, though. Yeah. We've gone yeah. from 100 back to 10, back to 1. Okay. So you've got to go back three times. 7 okay. billion, 700 million, 70 million. Okay. 1 in 70 million. Still a fucking lot. Doesn't matter if I'm wrong. Very rare. <laughs> no one's going to correct us. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Catherine will. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, there'll be people that will tell us. Anyway, how does that person suddenly know another language? This well, is what I don't understand. Well, like, exactly. Because if you've never heard the entire language before, and I'm assuming she's not probably reading the entire language, but she's able to form sentences well, and talk Well, she speaks in an Italian accent. So she's not speaking Italian. She's speaking in an Italian right. accent. Right, so it's just more the tone, a not the language. Mamma mia! <laughs> right. Sort of, she's like a Papa Giuseppe, yeah. <laughs> apparently. Um, she remembered calling out, what's happening to me? And I went to push and realized nothing was working, and I tried to move my leg. And I thought, oh, my God, I've had a stroke. Fair enough. After the stroke, Ms. Scammel couldn't speak for a month, but when she finally did, it sounded like a completely different person. She now had a thick... Italian accent, um, though she told the program she didn't immediately recognise her accent had changed and couldn't understand why her fa- family kept joking about her voice. Mamma mia, why do you sound like that? Um, why do you, was it pizza Apparently now? she told the program that they would make jokes by asking her to put the pasta on. Um, so that's what you could want. You've had a stroke, things have not gone well, you wake up with FAS and your family are taunting you. Now, here's the thing, right? So... Apparently, about 30% of the people diagnosed with FAS will get their old voices back. But after four years, it becomes extremely unlikely. Right now, there's no cure for uh, the condition. Apparently, um, there's a professor, Jack Riles or whatever, has documented 27 cases worldwide um, and is a leading expert on the disorder. Fucking, I don't think that's the hard. <laughs> like, quite frankly. It doesn't happen often. I know 27 people who are like this. I'm an expert. Uh, whatever. The funny Maybe thing Maybe it's a problem. If he knows 27 and there's only 100. Well, then the, he, others, the others may not be alive. True, but but he's the one thing connecting them all. Maybe it's him. Maybe he, yeah. He's, he's causing it. zero. But apparently, though, the, here's the funny thing, and this is where I kind of go, mm, the fix is in. Her best friend, Elaine Davison, also suffers from the same condition. What now? Yes. So apparently, like her friend, Ms. Davison's Australian accent completely changed after she survived, survived a massive stroke. Um, uh, doesn't say what she... Oh, she spoke between switching between a French and Italian oh, accent. A, so she's still had Italian. But French still, and Italian. Got, I'm going to up you. So she was on the border. <laughs> going to put French on too. Actually, is there a border between France and Italy? I oh, I'm so. not real good on my European countries. And when no, I think France to the south is Spain. Uh, no, I couldn't tell you. Germany's close. Sigail, <laughs> Sigail. So there you go. But I thought the jig That's was a bit... Weird. I thought the jig was up when, like, my best friend has also got yeah. the same disorder that only... You know, me and 27 other people on the planet sort of have. Oh, they probably ate the same steak or something that caused it. Probably. <laughs> Stroke-inducing steak. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah. It's a meat feet. It's a meat feet. <laughs> meat the feet or feet the meat? No, it's just a, it's just a meat feet. Mm. Mm. But speaking of disorders... <laughs> your face got, is a disorder. Your face is a disorder. <laughs> I'm enjoying this game again. I, 
it just gives it just keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. It's it's the it's the joy that is your face is. It's a wonderful game. It just is. Yeah. Um there was a guy who was called Patient Zero for the AIDS virus. Have you heard about this? No. So there was a guy who back in the eighties um was a Canadian air steward. Because a hostess is, I think, not an acceptable term. True. Um, an air steward, and his name became synonymous because they did all this research. So he was uh, he contracted the HIV virus, AIDS, mm-hmm. um, and still went randomly rooting anyone he possibly could because he was an airline steward just handing out his cards to anyone. Just letting it fly. Yeah, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. you know, if you could, spread his wings. You? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but he was quite happy to be part of this study or whatever. And each person in the study was given a number. They were, you know, patient one, patient two, patient three, patient four, patient five. But they were all in the US of A. Okay, he was Canadian. Mm-hmm. So what they did? What's that all about? What's all that about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck! I love your accents. Your face is an accent. <laughs> I could uh, never wake up. And suddenly speak with an accent because they're like, you're putting it on. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you sound like a toot from Bali. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, anyway, um, apparently this guy um, was given a letter or a number and he was given the letter O, patient O, for Oscar. Okay. Because he was from overseas. Right. Right. Or outside of America. Yep. I think is what it was. And someone misinterpreted that was patient zero. So it wasn't actually patient zero at all. No, he was patient O. Because patient zero, as everyone should know, is where it begins. Correct. Typhoid Mary. Mm. That's the one. Mm. If she was sneezing, stay away. Yeah. And so someone had misinterpreted this person as patient zero, and fucking he'd been blamed for spreading the AIDS oh, epidemic. Basically, he, they were saying he was a monkey fucker. <laughs> and he's the one that then per. 700 million people or 700, 700,000 people or something like It was a phenomenal number. A lot of people who, who unfortunately then, uh, yeah, 700,000 people died mm. due to the HIV virus. And then obviously more and more and more. But obviously now because of education and, and safe sex and all that kind of stuff and medicine's also helping with trends. Well, they believe now they've actually, they've finally cured the AIDS virus. Mm. I believe there's, a, there's one person that's actually... Fully cured now. See, science. So, Fuck. you know, it's just sometimes you just need enough time. Time. Pretty mm. much. Anyway, mm. so this guy um, he's just recently been cleared of not being the oh, typhoid nice. Mary of, of the HIV or AIDS virus. What was his name? Uh, his name was Gerton Douglas. Okay. G-A-E, but with the two dots over the top. Yep. T-A-N Douglas. Oh, well done, Dougie. Douglas. Douglas, Dougie. Yeah, good job. Yes, but apparently, um, yeah, fuck. Imagine that, though. Like, you get blamed for killing 700 million people, and you're dead, so you can't defend <laughs> yourself. I mean, that's a lot of shagging. Uh, that that like, is that's a some, lot. That's Wilk Chamberlain yeah. numbers. Uh, that's You've got about 50 bedheads in the shed with yeah. just marks on them everywhere. Well, it's just a notch. Yeah. <laughs> you actually don't have a bed here. You've put so many notches in it, it just doesn't that's, exist you anymore. You start using the walls and the ceiling and everything. Exactly. Yeah, it looks like you've been in jail, like... um. Um, Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> counting your days, <laughs> putting in noxes in the friggin' wall. 
Andy Dufresne (laughs) crawl through a river of shit. Come out clean. That is such a bad Morgan Freeman accent. Great film, though. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Actually, it's, a, it's one I'd love to watch again. I haven't seen it for a very long time. Mm, and it still gets constantly put up as people's favourite mm. film of all time. And I don't know why. Maybe it is maybe it is the redemption of someone who's falsely accused. Don't know. And it's one of those two that I don't believe is on any of the streaming channels. There's mm. a few movies that you kind of think, oh, I'd love to watch that again. Mm. But it's not available to watch. Oh, I guarantee it's going to be on one of the streaming channels because there's so many fucking starting up. Well, that's true too. Because Disney's about to whip out its big... Hobbit. The Hobbit. He's going to whip out its Hobbit <laughs> and just wave it in front of everyone. Because all the say, Disney stuff is starting look to disappear at my from Netflix. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rabbit. Rabbit. Mind you, in saying that, I'm looking forward to what Disney bring out with the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff. Oh. It does look good. And, and, then, and there'll be some failures. There'll be some tripping over each other. Mm. Um, but as I say, just keep bringing out good content you can enjoy. And it does not have to be the best content. Just no. good content. I'll watch it. Now, speaking of watching things... Mm-hmm. If any of the roadies ever want to doubt whether or not you are living in the most fantastical time for TV and film, and you don't think 2019 is it, let me tell you, Endgame, the last season of Game of Thrones, and the last Star Wars in the Skywalker series, all in the one fucking year. Yeah, that's right too. How good is that? Because we have got the last Star Wars coming too. Well, the, of the Skywalker. Yeah, but of this trilogy, trilogy, trilogy. Because Disney are still going to fucking Tri- Triple make trilogy. It. Oh, yeah. yeah like but you see, gonna... I'm looking forward to the fact that they're going to go away from the Skywalker Foundation. Or are they? I'm hoping so, because as we've spoken about before, I loved Rogue One. I thought it was great. I actually believe Rogue One is probably the best Star Wars movie after Star Wars. Ooh, I, I really loved cool. it. Even after Empire. Yeah, I mean... Don't get me wrong, I love it, but I just think there was something about it that just positioned itself differently in my mind. Better than Phantom Menace? <laughs> yeah, a little bit better than Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just curious to see what they come out with next. Yep. I'm hoping that they just say, look, there is a world, a galaxy of frigging far, things far out there. Far, away. Yeah, and, um, and we can do something different. And the only way they're going to be able to do that is kill Kylo because he's the last remaining Skywalker. Mm, true. And, oh, spoilers. Unless, unless, it, unless it works out that she is. But And, and then Ray. Yeah. If Ray is not a Skywalker, then that's it. Mm. I mean, you're still going to end up with ghost Skywalkers yes. everywhere. Because you're going to end up with, did they kill Leia in the last? Yes, they did. She's going to be in this movie. But as a ghost? No. No, as no. real. They're using uh, scenes that were filmed that they didn't use, use, and they found a way to incorporate that into this story. But how are you going to kill her? Oh, I don't know. Chop her head off. I don't know. <laughs> Lightsaber how through the you, guts. How do you kill anyone? <laughs> don't know. Because they should have, I, I Maybe think, she won't die. Maybe she'll, the story will just move on a different direction, and she'll still be somewhere In a galaxy alive. far, far away. Yeah. She'll be back on Tatooine somewhere, crocheting- you know, droid pictures or something. <laughs> <laughs> Doing little droid booties. Yeah, why not? She'll yeah. be she'll have a little farmer's market yeah. on Tatooine and she could be a pod racer. She could be a pod why would she be a pod racer? Why not? Okay, right. She's got fine. skills. Yeah, cool. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe her and Your face is Kyle. a pod racer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Just keep it on going with it. They don't make sense, but it doesn't matter. Your face doesn't make sense. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else is doing? Um, last week was a big week. Mm. Um, it was a real deathy week last week, mm. uh, but in a positive way. Okay. So we had um, we had World Suicide Prevention Day. We did on uh, the tenth of September, which would have been what was the tenth? Was that Tuesday? Maybe. Yeah, Tuesday the tenth. Um, yeah, it was. So World uh, Suicide Prevention. Day. Mm-hmm. Um, then we jumped into Are You OK Day. Yes. On the 12th. Yeah. One would, have thought, Thursday. The, one would have thought the 11th would have been probably. A, yeah. yeah. See, World Suicide Prevention Day is a worldwide thing, though. So that's right. operated the. So who did that? As in World Health Organization. Yeah. Not, um, who, not Doctor Who. Who are you? And not, and not that, no. So who, they organized that. I think Are You OK Day is actually an Australian day. Yeah, I think it was after a father and son. I think I saw somewhere where it was a father and son who got a terminal or a near terminal illness together and they went through chemo. It was cancer or whatever and it they went through that battle and then came out the other side. Okay. I'm not sure whether or not the son survived, but I think the dad did. Oh, there you go. So there was that one. And then on the um, on the Friday um, in Burnie, we had the um, the Suicide Awareness Walk. Mm. Which is something that happens every year in Bernie, which is something that um, I obviously have a bit of a soft spot for. Yes. So I spoke out a few years ago with a, mm. my journey with depression and um, and going down that dark side of suicidal thoughts and so forth. Um, so we went along to that this time. And um, I must admit, it's a tough thing to do sometimes. Mm. When you know you're around people that have suffered similar things or they've yep. lost family or they're going through stuff themselves mm-hmm. and then you're then listening to someone else speak and there was a gentleman that spoke uh, from Hobart mm. and he, he speaks well, professionally is the right word now but his job is to raise awareness sure um, and he actually lost his younger brother to suicide yeah. um, a few years back and then that changed his thinking he said I need to try and make it a bit of a difference yeah absolutely and that kind of stuff so he actually spoke and it was pretty powerful so um, I know last week was just it was a really big week because I think mm. from from my point of view, when you hear someone's testimony or their story or their journey, I think that has far bigger impact than the a slogan. Oh, true. I mean, a slogan's meant to get people to start talking. Yeah, but the story is the thing that actually impacts. But if you can listen to someone who's is either walked through it or been through it or whatever, it's just yeah. And I mean, I um I put the um the speech that I did and also the blog post I did a while back that was on my author page, mm-hmm. um, um basically um up again because that's something that was a pretty powerful thing for me to do to actually speak in front of people and also get the word out and say, look, I'm not going to hide behind this curtain anywhere. I'm just going to say it as it is and what happened and tell the truth and call the spade a shovel and just basically release that tension or that, I don't know, dark cloud, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll put that out there again just in a link on, on the facey. And it was amazing how many people still hadn't actually seen that or read that, mm. but it resonated quickly. And the fact that, um, I don't know whether, I don't know how much of this I told you to, I told to you, but recently when I was going through a bit of a dark patch again, yep. um, during um, relationship separation, mm-hmm. it was just was shitty, they're never fun. No. Um, I had a pretty shitty night mm-hmm. and ended up back here after a few drinks, not stupidly drunk, but a few drinks enough to get the... the um, Brain spinning? Yeah, the brain spinning is probably a good thing. Um, and I had those moments where I was standing out in front of the house and you know where you... I don't know if you've experienced this much before, but when you 
when you're in a state of it's near like shock and you're sobbing and you it like groans out of you. Mm. Like you're not crying, you just there is an ache that's just coming out. Yeah. And you can't and you actually have that moment of it's like it's only like a panic attack or anxiety mm-hmm. in a different format. When you, you can't see it stopping. Yeah. Like you think I can I don't know how this is gonna end. Like how does this stop? Exactly. You've got no control. And my brain went to the fact that I knew you know, I shared a few months back with my housemate's birthday. Yep. And we'd hung lights in the ceiling and stuff and all the rest of it. Um, and I knew the extinction call was still in the shed. Oh, fuck. Now, I don't know if I told you that. I don't what no. I did. So, um, I don't know why I'm choosing here to actually go into this one. Um, I ended up in the shed holding this extinction cord and working out whether I could actually tie a knot tight enough. Oh, fuck. And that's just well, <laughs> um, I swore to myself I'd never feel like that ever again. Yeah. And then that happened. The lucky part with me was that, and I'm not saying I was going to do that, but the fact that I was out, I had this moment of, why the fuck am I? Why is my brain even contemplating the possibility of how I could even do this, even if I wanted to? But you'd gone from one point of being in the house to out of the house to then in the in the garage. Yeah, like you'd progressed. Yeah, I had the cord in my hand. It was there, yeah. and I'm actually looking at it thinking, I don't know if I can tie a knot tight enough. And I thought, I'm not in a good spot here. Yeah. Sent a message to a friend who happened to be Grant. We mentioned Howie before. Yep. Um, luckily, he replied pretty quick. I just sent a message about saying, "I'm um, are you awake or something." Mm. And he sent back whatever. I can't even remember whether he ran me or whether he texted me now. It's a bit of a blur. Yeah. Um, but he said, I'm on my way around. Yeah. I told him what had happened. And he actually looked at me, and I don't know if it's the right answer, but he looked at me square in the eye and said, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. And to be honest, it was a good honest. I don't know. I said, I don't even know how I found myself there. Yeah. I went from being sobbing and feeling as though this just hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, to suddenly in a position where it's like, how did I get here? Yeah. So to go and suddenly do this walk and, and all the rest and all this stuff happening, it was actually pretty full on. It was pretty powerful. Like it just brought that back a bit. Um, but that's what these things are meant to do. Yeah. And the good thing is from my point, um, there's a few people that know that happened that especially the person that organizes the walk. Um, yeah. I spoke to her about that. Because she's a, a wonderful person and will touch base with me occasionally. She knows it. And I've always said right from the start when I came out and said I'd suffer depression and all the rest of it, I believe I'll have a depression forever. Okay. I just have better tools to deal with it now. Sure. Um, you know, I'll have moments when I just that little cloud comes along, mm-hmm. but I've got things that I can use now to bring myself out of it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. back then I didn't have those tools. And mm. you don't get those tools unless you've gone through things. Of we course. live and we learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why I was really disappointed with myself that I, f- I felt that I was in that place again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the difference was I recognized when I was in it still and called to make a help. decision and said, okay, I'm actually probably not good to be here by myself. I just need someone else here. Yeah. And luckily, I have also great friends. So Absolutely. I, I picked someone who was close to me yeah, yeah, yeah. that I knew wouldn't take long to get here and luckily he answered and bang, that was a thing. Fuck, I love you, Howie. <laughs> yeah, so, and look, once again, I'm not saying that I was going to do anything, but the fact that my brain even went to the contemplation of it but, made me actually understand again just how easy things can happen. Because I'm certain it goes, I'm certain it happens at times where people go from, because I'm sorry, this has gone real dark, because we'll be talking like fuck with something longer. <laughs> um, we'll get back to Royal Vag in no time. But how often does it work out where, like I go from that point to, jumping on a bloody box and thinking, oh, geez, I wonder what it would be like. And then suddenly you slip accidentally and bang, it's done. Mm. 
You know, how often does it kind of happen through curious, through morbid curiosity sometimes? When you're just in a weird place and you're just thinking, you know, this would be so easy, and then you just slip. Or the person who's driving along and just doesn't take the corner. Yeah. Well, that's a, the other thing that I thought was an interesting thing. We know that... Um, St Kilda um, legend. Yeah, I suppose you'd say St Kilda legend. I was trying to think of the best way to describe him. Uh, Mr Frawley. Yes. Um, passed. Um, he hit a tree with his car. Mm. Um, from what I can, I believe they are treating it as a possible self-harm. Yeah. I don't think it's just a maybe, because um, mm. by the sound of it, his seatbelt wasn't laxed. Yeah. So it kind of sounds, and apparently he was going through a lot again. Well, the information that I've, I've read, and once again, fuck, it's a very small amount, but he'd missed significant family events. Distance himself from family, mm. like, and had missed the counselling session. He also, um, I believe, it, um, was not taking any sort of drugs at all anymore. He felt like he'd beaten it. Yeah. Mm. So, um, but by the sound of it, he's um, yeah made a decision to go. That's my tree. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so, yeah. Look, I'm not going to bring this down any further because that's enough of that. But um, I know, I just it's a great thing. Like, I'm, I don't mind being vocal about this kind of stuff. I think um, everyone important. should be. Yeah. Um, it happens. It happens around us a lot. Yeah. We don't realise it because you don't see things in the paper like because it's still a if someone dies by suicide, we don't promote it at all. No. And I think we've had this conversation before where is that working? I don't I don't think it is. And I think things like uh, World Suicide Day or Prevention Day. Mm. <laughs> suicide Day, that's not a good day. <laughs> yeah, not- we, we we used to have that one, we got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, <don't>. yeah. <laughs> I'm all in. No, no, Daryl, you forgot the word prevention. <laughs> Fuck, you fucked up in Hawaii, then you fucked up in the UK, and marketing's not for you, buddy. I'm telling you, you should not communicate with the public. Prevention, that's the cure, that's yeah. the key. <laughs> it's like um, people at work in, um, uh, what, are, what are the places where we actually, where we, I suppose they're a storage plant, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit so, Yeah, I mean, I remember his initial thing, what you say, but I'll, I'll make sure on the suicide. Oh, yeah. flip side. And then he said, oh, that's not a good... No, we've got to change that. Yeah, we'll kill that one. Yeah. But, uh, but the, the days are good. Look, I think it's great that it's promoted and talked about, and social media plays a great part in that as well. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that was more sharing than I planned. And that's okay. That's... It is. Fuck, you know, and, and I suppose that's... I it's mean, okay to have those moments too. That's what a lot of people don't realise. That I mean, it's not okay. It's not great. But I think everyone has moments where they go, I could do that. The difference is whether you actually do it yeah, and, and whether you can realise that, okay, look, yeah, anyone can do that, um, but is there a hell of a lot more available to me that makes me not want to? And, and I think the thing is as well, I mean, everyone goes through highs and lows differently. Some people will get to the point where they go, and they'll withdraw and they'll just have a down day, yep. and then other people go to a further extreme and, and either take their own life or attempt to take their own life. And it it's it's just sad that we need that we don't have a mechanism to be able to to reach those people because you know, and this is one of the things that probably doesn't get talked about enough. And I don't know why it doesn't get talked about. Um you know, men we are the biggest Oh, perpetrators of, of suicide yep. out there. I mean, I don't know what the facts are, and I'm sure that um, that someone 
Uh, it's if you want to jump online, it's very easy to find. The facts almost, are terrible. Almost three thousand people take their own life every year. Three thousand people take their own life every year, yeah. and that was from a period. This is from the statistical data from the ABS from two thousand seventeen to two thousand eighteen. Now you break that down every week. Sam is that every week. That's just stupid, and and it's and it's not stupid that people. It, it's that's what's that people about. feel so helpless. Sixty to seventy people a week. Yeah, but you don't hear about it. It's you, it's silent, and I don't know why. I don't know why we don't. I mean, we had road deaths, and that's now in the paper. Yep, like that's a statistic we track, and 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 the people who put that there will tell you that's another arrow in the quiver of 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 controlling road deaths. Mm-hmm. Make it something that people are aware of. Make it something that's visual. And I don't know whether or not it's because people want to or are afraid that it'll be romanticised at all and people think that that's an option. I, I, I have no idea. And we've spoken about this before. We have, we yeah. And look, it's not answer. just us that talk about this. There's so many others that talk about the same thing. Yeah. Um, and no, we don't have the answer. We don't. But it's certainly changing in the last decade. Yeah. Um, so, which is good. It's 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 a positive out of a negative. Um, the one, the wrong reason that made me think of it today. There was a quote that came out of um, from Danny Frawley. Yes, that his wife put forward when she was speaking about him, basically, which was uh, "manning up in the past was a way to suffer in silence." Manning up. So, um, yeah, manning up in the past was a way to suffer in silence. Manning up now is to put your hand up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's just you know you don't have to be a fucking hero. Just talk to people. Yeah, and and I think we've spoken before. I've got a friend of mine, Luke, um, yeah, who great story. fucking tried to kill himself multiple times since he was fourteen, hmm. um, and the, his latest attempt was probably about five years ago, um, where he tried to genuinely just drink himself to death. Yep, he's a recovering addict, um, and he does take every day at a time. Um, he's just started something. If you are a roadie and you live in Melbourne and you don't know whether or not you have a Howie that you can call or, or anyone. Um, bros before woes. Bros before woes. Bros before woes. Uh, Luke set up his own. Basically, it's a mechanism where men especially can get together and just go, fuck, this is shit at the moment or I'm not doing okay. And and sometimes I think people find it a little bit easier to share with a stranger than people that they're close to. Mm-hmm. And that's an option. That's why um, Lifeline's such a big one. Absolutely. Um, they take over 2,000 calls a day in Australia. Fuck. And that's not just from people um, looking at taking their own life. That's no, just that's from people just... that are down and maybe you send a voice. Yep. They just want to talk to somebody. Yeah. Over 2,000 a day. Just incredible. Yeah. Which, um, for the record, um, 131114, if anyone wants to speak to Lifeline, um, that's the number. Now, hmm. I have a story. That relates to suicide. Okay. That's slightly humorous. Nice. Let's do that. So, 25 years ago, there was this young, pert blonde. I'd like the start of this that story. That I, uh, yeah. I took a little fan diddly antsy to, uh-huh. and I asked her to step out with me. Wow. Go on a date, if you will. I suppose if we're going back to that far ago. <laughs> you would be stepping you out. You would be stepping out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Go courting, I believe, is the phrase that the, the vernacular of the time. Yes, okay. And I thought, <laughs> now once again, roadies, you've got to remember that we were in bumfuck Tasmania, and our options of what you could do were limited. 
Now, if you wanted to do something romantic like go to the pictures, once again, you were talking about Cinema One Devonport or Cinema One Burnie. Yep. That one meant they only had one fucking screen. Yes. Which meant in a night there was probably only two movies playing. Yeah, that's right. The 6.30 session, the 8.30 session, and maybe maybe a 9 o'clock session, oh, but not very often. Very rare. So I decided to take said young lady, 17 and all that, to a movie which I thought sounded like a rom-com. Like, it's a chick flick. Yep. Sounds so really good. It does, doesn't yeah. it? So I took her to go and see. It was a movie? When a Man Loves a Woman. Oh, nice. <laughs> which It's those... a wonderfully romantic title. It, it is. Yeah. Unfortunately. Now, spoilers. If you haven't seen this film from 25 <laughs> years ago, Meg Ryan basically destroys herself Meg and Ryan, her family. Meg um, was in all the rom-coms. She was. Yeah. This was not it because she basically <laughs> tried to kill herself from drinking. <laughs> and I thought, that's probably not the best move. Anyway, fast forward 25 years now. You've told me you've told me about a film oh, no. that what? you've decided that you quite like. And once again, now I've watched it. There's a lot of films that I like. I know. Yeah, now right. that I've watched this film, I'm like, right. I'm not sure you should be watching this over and over again. And probably I should have pulled the pin on you watching this film again when you'd gone through your breakup. <laughs> right. But I sat down with my wife. It's yeah. new to Netflix. Right, good. So I thought- I'm really excited great. to know what this is. And this is something it's that I said to you, you should watch. Fucking oath you did. Fantastic. And it's, it won all the awards. Nice. Fucking there was talk about it everywhere. And really? I said to my How old's this movie? Oh, about 12 months. Okay, it's pretty new. Oh, I know <laughs> what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. It's a remake of an old film. It is. Probably a remake of it's, a remake it's of an It's a nice film. link in the Star Wars. Isn't it just? Because it is to do with a galaxy far, far away. Or at least what you can see from here, which are uh, stars. Yes. Mm. So I sat down with my wife and said, how about we watch a film together? Yep. You know, it's date night. The kids are in bed. Yeah, good. You know, we'll snuggle on the couch and yep. I'll get the blankie up and there might be a bit of, you know, canoodling. And she goes, oh, sure. I said, well, Troy talks about this film. You know, we, It's a great film. You can't go anywhere on public radio without hearing at least a couple of the tracks. Yep. A Star is Born. Mm. Fuck I? me. Not the film that you want to be able to put on and get a little bit of sexy time with. Can I say, though? Yeah. Isn't it a great film? Great film. Once again, has the same sex appeal (laughs) and happy joy feelings as uh, When a Man Loves a Woman. Yep. Um, Every (laughs) actor in that movie is fantastic. And for whatever reason, I can't remember his name. The... Brother. Sam Elliott. Oh, fuck. So As, good. I love him in everything he does. Yep. I think I absolutely think his voice is perfect. And when um what's Captain Handsome's name? Captain Handsome. Uh, what if who played the lead? Bradley um, Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Sir Bradley Cooper. The moment he started talking, I knew what accent he was doing and went, I know that accent. And he was copying the other guy's accent because that's not Bradley Cooper's. <laughs> no, he doesn't talk cadence. anything like that. And the best thing is with him in that film, it sounded natural. It did. Yeah, sound like- he was amazing yeah. in that movie. Um, Lady Gaga, and yes. I can't remember her actual name because she goes, I believe, by her actual name in the movie. Oh, probably. Yeah, um, but is phenomenal. She's yes. not made up with makeup everywhere. There's no, no. fancy costume. She is raw. And, and reading an interview with her as well, I saw um, she actually spent, I think, about three months uh, not wearing makeup and so forth because she had to get used to being herself. Yeah. And one of the um, one of the Tonight Show hosts said it was great seeing you in your, you know, how you oh, normally are without all of this, um, you know, seeing um, the real you. Yes. And she actually said, 
That's not the real me, though. No. The real me that you see is, is the made-up me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't feel comfortable in this version of me. Mm, this is this is actually yeah. an act. So this that is actually, a mask. That, uh, yeah, that, her, being, her taking the mask off became the mask. Exactly. Mm. Uh, my kids have two Lady Gaga jokes. Would you like them? Oh, fire them at me. How does- There'd be a poker face one in there. Uh, exactly. Yeah. How do you piss off Lady Gaga? <laughs> yeah, poker face. Poker yeah, face. Nah. And um, how does Lady Gaga like her fish? Oh, I don't know that one. Raw, 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 raw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, I, I'm sorry that you didn't realise how that movie was going to. Oh, I knew from the end. very. Get- and look, once again, it's probably a bit of spoilers, but um, if you haven't seen that movie yet, then you're doing yourself a disservice because it is a fantastic great film. film. And the music very is well amazing. Made. Very, very well made. Yep. And I like the. Because Lady Gaga has often been in socials for many, many years about her looks. Yep. Um, and especially her nose. Yep. So I think that that was. I haven't seen the original. Um, I haven't either. Mind you, that was with Barbara, mm. who's also been known for her schnoz. Um, and I think Judy Garland was in the original. Okay. Um, who yeah, also this had is the second remake. Yeah, and mm. she had a lot of issues with her appearance and stuff like that. Of uh, okay, um, and struggled with. In saying that, the strange thing is, um, Lady Gaga herself. I've never found her attractive at all. It's never been my thing. But no. I thought she was gorgeous in this movie. She was great. And she was, fuck, she's got some pipes. <sighs> yeah. I actually, um, I'm a pretty emotional guy, as yes. you know, and I've, yes. I've mentioned before. I reckon I teared up about three times watching that movie. Yeah, I agree. It just gets you. Mm. There are moments when it gets you. And it's not just sad moments. It's like when she steps on stage the first time. You can feel the nervousness. You can. You can feel it. And I just, because everyone has that moment where they'd love to step outside that box they live in mm. and shine and mm. people take notice and just walk off with the goosebumps and you feel like you're in her shoes at that moment. And yeah. it wells me up every time. And do you know that scene was day one of shooting? Yeah. I think you actually told Fuck. me that a while back. Like, that's just insane. Yeah. No. So. Fantastic. Anyway, I've actually got it on 4K. There you go. If Roadies. you want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Roadies, do yourself a favour. It is certainly not something that's going to get you some sexy time. No. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it, it's it's not there for the- Not ha- everything's about getting sex, people. Jesus. <laughs> Your face is about getting sex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, roadies, we are drawing close. We are fast approaching episode 100 episode as well. episode 99. It has been an absolute pleasure. The next time you will hear our dulcet tones- we will have live on the lounge. Cool. Some of our roadies will be sitting with us. Bored shitless. <laughs> By this time, I'm surprised. Look, if they get to this point next week, if they're still here, we need to be calling someone for some psychiatric yeah, help. Look, I'm, I'm glad we had the suicide talk this week. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Next week, they'll be like, week. I can't believe, why did they invite us along to this? This exactly. is the most depressing podcast ever. <laughs> the emo podcast. Like, why? I mean, I can almost hear my chemical romance playing in the background. <laughs> Black parade. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, roadies, we look forward to talking with you or at you, actually, next week. 100. Who would have thought? 100. The ton. We might wish. Have you got a cricket bat? No, I haven't, but I've got a mic that we can raise the mic. Oh, we'll raise the mic. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> All right, done. <laughs> um, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.